Coco Beach, Vieira, FM 102.3. Is it true? You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Welcome, welcome to Make Your Day Count. Good morning, radio listeners. We are so happy that you take the time out to join us on this Friday morning. Yes. You take the time to join Pastor Diana Robinson and Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church. This is the weekend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is a weekend. The week went by quick, you know, and so we want you to enjoy your day. I'm going to give you a word to enjoy your weekend. Yes. Yeah. And don't forget, as Pastor Dow will tell you a little thing about uh, some information about our church. And if you're looking for a church, we'd love for you over this weekend to worship with us. Go ahead. Pastor yes. Dow. Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. are our services. Our location is 1010 Dixon Boulevard in Cocoa, Florida, 32922. We want to invite you to join us at either service time. And we also meet on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. for our midweek service. So come on out. The faith comes by hearing and hearing by the, the Word, word of, of God. God. Pastor is a phenomenal teacher of the Word of God. Me, myself, I have never been to Bible college or have any formal training outside of Celebration Tabernacle Church. So I want to encourage you to come out. It, I'm telling you, the Word of God makes a difference. Amen. The Word makes a difference. And I, I just want to continue what Pastor Dijer said there, that we encourage you to come. You're looking for a church. You're looking for a church where you can worship and learn the Word of God. Notice what it says, where you can worship and and learn the Word of God. We, I will strongly invite you to come to celebration. We endeavor to build a multicultural church. Mm-hmm. We endeavor to do what? To build a multicultural church. What is a multicultural? It's God. God <laughs> is yes. a multicultural God where all races, all nations, is under God, one God, one God, one people, out of many, out of many nations. Listen now, beloved, out of many nations, we are one, right? Out of many nations, we are one. He calls us out to become one, and we have to practice on earth. Remember the, the most important scripture <clears throat> here, thy kingdom come, thy will, will be, be done. done. On earth as it is in heaven. I don't believe in heaven there's going to be no segment up there, segregation. And you're going to have one nation worship over here, another nation worship over there. I don't believe that. Someone can believe that, but I don't <laughs> believe that. I believe it's going to, and when I get a glimpse through revelation or of heaven, and that, that's the only time I get a glimpse of heaven, is when I go in the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. is one people around God, around the throne of God. Yes. So, And it says every nation, every kindred, every tribe, come on, beloved, now, yes. are there worshiping. And if we don't learn to worship with each other here, 
How are you going to learn to worship when we go out there? <laughs> See, this is why you get me, you know. I don't know. My mind. You know, when I started university, I started as an engineer. So I have that engineer in mind. In engineer, uh, facts is facts. Plus one is, is two. two. All around the world. All around the world. <laughs> so you can't change it. And and, and, and and the same thing with God. When I read the Word of God, it's unchangeable. Yes. And we got to quit changing the Word of God. Mm. We got to. We we must stop changing what the word says. Yes, that's good. What the word says is what it says, mm-hmm. and we ought to learn to practice it. You know, we abide by by math. We abide by the rule. We abide by the, the rule of math. We apply it every day. Let's apply the word of God. Yes, we are one in Christ Jesus. No matter who you are, if you are born again, you are born again. <laughs> <laughs> And it says that right there in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20, it says, but you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. So we have to make sure that we are learning Christ. We're not operating in what we have learned in the world or from great grandma in them that didn't have a revelation of Christ. We have to make sure that we are operating from the principles, from the truth that is found in Jesus Christ. So this week we're closing off talking about the emotional enemy of anger, Uh the emotional enemy of anger. anger. And if we continue right there in Ephesians chapter four, when we get into verse 22, it says that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were (laughs) sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So who is it telling to take these things off? Us. Us. That you put off. That yes. you put off. Too often we're praying for God to do things that he already told us to do. Yes. Think about it with your children. You told your children to do something, then they're coming back to you trying to tell you to do it for them, but they're more than capable to do it for themselves. And if they do it for themselves, they will benefit from doing it. So God, he has already told us, he's already directed us the attributes that we must take off. And in exchange, he has given us garments, attributes to put on. God doesn't leave us naked. He doesn't leave us without wanting and yearning. He tells us clearly what to take off and what, what to, to put, put on. on. Amen. We, we have to practice, 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 practice. When we practice, we become Perfect. Yes. And it's a daily walk with God. 
and we practice love. Mm-hmm. We practice mm-hmm. to live in peace. Got to practice. Is mm-hmm. it, it we we re- resist the temptation of living in anger. Yeah. You know, we practice what the doctor says. Doctors yeah. practice medicine. <laughs> yes. They're practicing it. Yeah. But we're quick to practice this, what the doctor says, says, what the medical doctor says. Yeah. And then we're slow to practice yeah. so what, what God, God says, says. Yeah. what the word of God says. God is the one who created our body. He yeah. created our mind. He has already given us everything that we need to live a life of godliness, to live yeah. a life of health, to live yeah. a life of strength, to yeah. live a life of productivity, yeah. to live a life of purpose, yeah. to manifest the vision of what he sent us in the earth, earth to do. Blue. So we can't be blinded by our own understanding. Yeah. Or the natural mind or the carnal mind. We have to let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. And the man, the writer in the Bible who said that, Paul, let this mind be in us, who was that it was also in Christ Jesus. That man, he had a debased mind. He was a maniac. That man went from being a maniac known as Saul to being a martyr named at Paul. And if he could have that transformation, he was operating in pure anger. He was operating in pure hatred for Christ. He found the way. A man, he didn't care if you're a woman. He didn't care if you're a child. He was going to persecute you for operating in the way. But he had this revelation of God. He had this encounter with the light that shone from heaven. And that changed his whole perception. And when his perception changed, his procedure changed. So when he stopped perceiving Christ as being evil and stopped perceiving Christ as trying to stop the religious tradition that he was well taught in, when he turned his perception, this is the way now. He is the way. He began to establish churches. He began to teach Christ. People didn't believe him at first. People thought that now this is for you, new believer. People thought that he was trying to get people together to teach them about Christ so that he could kill them. People Mm -hmm. thought that it was a setup. But what Paul had to do is he had to continue to endure. There was even disciples who would not sit with Paul, Mm -hmm. but there was a few who would. And those few that were, those few that were obedient, who were there to uh, mentor him, that were there in position with them, that was all that he needed. The ones who weren't coming, he didn't need those. He needed the ones that were there. So, so is true for us. The ones that are not there, guess what? You don't need them. them. The ones that are there, God has strategically positioned. He has placed them there to help you, to equip you in the work of the word. So let's not cry for those who are not there, but let's rejoice for the ones who are there. And this weekend, uh, I encourage you to make quality decisions, make good choices over this weekend. I choose to love. Mm-hmm. I choose to live a life of peace. Yes. I, I am going to do that. I choose to do it. I will reject the spirit of anger. Yes. I will not allow the root of bitterness to reign in my life. Why should I mess my whole life up by being bitter, mm. by being anger? And forgiveness is the key. I choose to forgive. Yes. I choose to forgive. When we forgive, then we move in love and peace. How do you know that you forgive when you're now operating in love? <laughs> when you're now operating in peace, that's when you forgive. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you love the person that hurt you, uh, the Bible says to do good to them 
that despitefully use you and say all manner of things against you. How? Falsely. Not true. If it's, if it's true, it's true. You got to hold it. <laughs> I love the violence. You know, if they say stuff that is true, then hone it. Don't get mad. Hone it. We got to hone what we do. If you don't do it, then you don't own it. But now you do what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to pray for that sister out there. I pray for that brother in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. He's out there slandering me, you know, and it's all false. But I'm not going to be back here living bitter because somebody said something mm-hmm. derogatory, which is not true about me. Yes, it's going to hurt your flesh. That's why we says we have the carnal mind mm-hmm. and we have the, the uh, physical mind, the natural mind. But mm-hmm. guess what? We have the third one. We have the spiritual mind. And so how how can we forgive? Because the spiritual mind mm-hmm. will help us to forgive. How can we walk in peace when somebody says something evil against us? Because we have the spiritual mind. And it takes over. Let this mind be, be in, in you. you that was in Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, and that goes back to what you've been teaching, Pastor, yeah. on expectation, yeah. perception, yeah. and procedure yeah, yeah. so if somebody's speaking wickedly against you you know in your mind what's your perception is yeah. your perception like oh no now the truth about me is coming out and <laughs> yeah. is your perception oh now i got to get them back because they're trying to hurt me so yeah. i need to hurt them or is your perception that's not true yeah. i'm everything that god created me to be and they're gonna wish that yeah. they had me but yeah. for now on for now i'm just gonna keep it moving yeah. so it changes your procedure yeah. it changes what you do your perception yeah. changes Ooh, your procedure. Yeah. So we have to watch how we are perceiving things. So we want to encourage you, make your day count, Bye. and we will be back on Monday. We love it. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to Brevard County's very best in contemporary Christian and modern praise and worship music. 91.5 FM WMIE. This is Morning Breath.